Have you ever been in the situation where you put a leg aid on and your hand automatically moves and you're thinking, what are you doing? I didn't ask you to do that at all. Well, your coordination has an absolute direct impact on your horse's responsiveness and improving your coordination will improve the whole ride. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Hi there, it's Lorna here and welcome to the Daily Strides podcast, the podcast for equestrians all over the world, helping you sort out those niggly little issues such as, well, the hands and legs doing their own thing in the saddle when they're not supposed to be at all at all. Each and every week we take a different topic to do with horse riding. We break it down into smaller, more manageable pieces for you to start working on in the saddle to ensure that you actually are making progress and moving forward. I see time and again how riders ride the same 30 or 40 minutes in the saddle every single day they're in there nothing changes it's the same old routine and then the same riders become i don't know frustrated with the complete lack of progress but how can you make progress doing that is the equivalent of sending a child to school and merely hoping that by them sitting in the classroom they are going to be filled with all this knowledge um, no it doesn't happen like that the teacher has to show up in this case, I am hoping that you are going to show up as the team leader for you and your horse. You're going to show up as the teacher and that you and your horse can then actually start to make progress together. And just like a teacher would have a plan each day before they walk into that classroom, well, your job is to have the plan for you and your horse. You have to have a plan each and every day. Uh, take it with you into the arena or onto the trail, wherever you're going to work with your horse and make it work for the both of you. Now, as I mentioned, I am going to be focusing today on the specifically the link between your horse's responsiveness and your coordination if you're interested in improving your coordination at all you can pop on over to equestrianfitnesschallenge.com there's a free challenge there for you it's very basic very simple it is so doable you can do this regardless of where you are and your fitness your riding and your whole schedule in your life's journey right now okay this is doable and um, you can pop over there and grab that okay let's first of all start with being quiet what is being quiet so very often as riders think about it there's probably somebody that you know another rider who you aspire to ride like and chances are that person is just so quiet <laughs> they they're doing nothing okay seemingly <laughs> because <laughs> they're actually doing a whole lot but it's just we can't see what they're doing it looks like they're doing absolutely nothing and doing it brilliantly and the horse is just telepathically communicating with them and it's all looking lovely okay now we know in real life that is not the situation that rider has just refined their aids so much that themselves and the horse are having this secret conversation between them the whole time however you need to start working on becoming more quiet so one of the things with riders is i find they tend to talk an awful lot in the saddle now not verbally talk some people do that as well but not that at all that's not what we're talking about i'm talking about they're all the time kind of shuffling and shaking and moving their hands up and down the reins Oof, that's a pet hate of mine um you know people with the piano fingers up and down the reins um but they're they're all the time communicating to the horse and the thing is when you're talking all the time okay your horse is inevitably going to tune out now it's a little unfair then for your horse or for you to expect your horse 
to automatically know when you actually have something real to say. So when you actually have something that is, you know, that needs to be answered, for example, so you have a response or a request, okay? Um, Your horse is not going to, he is tuned out, he is not, he's done with trying to sift through all the rubbish you're throwing at him and he's just decided, look, unless she starts roaring and shouting at me, um, I'm just going to continue on doing my own thing here and happy days with that, okay? And this is where you get this unresponsiveness. This is what it boils down to. Now, again, I'm not talking about you verbally communicating with your horse. I'm not talking about you talking to your horse. I'm talking about all your aids and how all your aids come together, okay? So let's just take this to the aids for a second and talk about an independent aid. So we often hear about the independent seat. It's like a goal for many people. I want to develop the independent seat. I find there's kind of three different things riders are all the time trying to work towards. The first one, well, maybe they're all, and they kind of are, they're all connected, aren't they? Um, on the bit, okay? I need to be on the bit. The second one is the independent seat. And the third one is feel, okay? Um, but the independent seat can only come from having independent aids. That's really important. And an independent aid basically means that you can indeed apply the leg aid without there being any sort of a knock-on effect to a movement through your arm or your seat or whatever other part of your body that's going to be affected. Um, a really kind of a basic example of this would be, have you seen children on ponies? And they not all children on ponies, but you know, you sometimes get these particularly lazy ponies and you get this little child with these tiny little legs and they're on this little pony and they are kicking. Oh goodness, they're kicking. They're kicking for all they're worth. And like, it's like, it's like a fly landing on the pony's sides, <laughs> but they're kicking. But the, the problem is every time they kick, they pull the reins at the same time and they don't have the independence through their legs or their reins to actually move them um well, independently, to move them alone. They Everything's moving at the same time. And of course, the pony looking for any reason not to go forward is saying, well, you're asking me to stop. You might be asking me to go, but you're asking me to stop at the same time. And you seem a bit confused. So we'll err on the side of caution here and I'll just stay here until you're ready to tell me what you actually want to do. Um, so that's like a really basic kind of an example of how this works. But when we're talking about us and our horses, so let's assume we're, we've gone past that point now. <laughs> Thank goodness for that. eh? We've transitioned on past that. um, And we're talking about us with our horses. What can often happen is we ask a question. We think we're asking the one question. And meanwhile, we've actually asked two conflicting questions to the horse. Or we've given two conflicting directions to the horse. We've said stop and we've said go at the same time. Okay. And horses get confused. And I find that a, a lot of the time with horses, when horses get confused, they can become a little bit taints there's um definitely anxiety there ponies tend to just kind of go okay you don't know what you're talking about i'll just wait here until you sort that out in your head horses tend to go oh goodness i don't know what to do i'm not sure of the answer to this question uh, i'm not even sure of the question oh goodness 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 and they tend to get a little bit stressed and that's where you get this excess tension that comes in okay but either way what's what's important here is that you begin to actively think about how you are going to phrase the question or to phrase the direction to the horse each time okay so becoming mindful of your aids comes down to thinking about it it comes down to working through it and it also comes down to realizing that if you don't get the desired result for whatever reason so let's say you you've asked something and you didn't get the exact desired result that you were looking for 
looking at ways that you can rephrase that. So ask the same question, but asking it differently, okay? Or maybe clearing the waters a little bit. Perhaps, perhaps you have been maybe doing something that you don't realize you're doing, but it's muddying the waters. It's it's adding more noise to the conversation than should be there, okay? And you have to take responsibility. This is so important as a writer to take responsibility for that. Don't automatically go, silly horse doesn't understand what I'm trying to tell it. And, you know, a lot of writers then they ask harder. It's like, well, you didn't listen to my leg the first time. Now you're going to listen to it. And they'll like knuckle down, double in on the effort that they're applying with their leg. But meanwhile, they're actually doing something else with their hand or with their seat or whatever. That the horse is like going, oh, lady, I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> like, honestly, I don't know where you want me to go here. <laughs> you're confusing me. <laughs> um, so really important that you can take the step back. Now, What we can do as writers is, as I said, start becoming very mindful. Start noticing how you are showing up for the horse. And I'm going to suggest you start with your hand aids, okay? Your hands, your hands in front of you, hands, reins, whatever you want to call them. The things you're holding on to in front of you. And the reason is because you can see what's going on. You can glance down and have a look. And a lot of the time we think we're doing one thing and meanwhile we're not doing that at all. Good example of this would be dropping the inside hand as you go around a bend or a corner or a circle. And in doing so by dropping the inside hand, of course the dropping the inside hand is really only a symptom of collapsing through the inside of your body. And you've you've collapsed your inside shoulder um, and what ends up happening is your seat ends up actually migrating to the outside of the saddle. And then you start complaining, you say, yeah but the horse won't bend. Oh he's very stiff eh? to the one side I noticed that but you've just shifted all your weight to the outside of the saddle and the horse is basically trying to keep the two of you upright in the meantime and if you just focused on actually carrying your inside hand the one you can see you can glance down you can have a little look see carrying it that is going to automatically focus your attention on carrying your shoulder which is going to allow you to remain nice and straight through your seat and straight being that they're in the right spot okay um through your seat as the horse rides around the corner and now you've asked the question you've asked the horse to take the corner now you're positioned in a way that you're allowing the horse to take the corner. Does that make sense? Okay, so bring it back to mindfulness. Start with your hands. From there, look at your legs. A simple way, again, is as you apply a leg aid, notice what your hands are doing. Are they are they jumping around every time you're putting your leg on? Uh, can you feel like maybe that you're lifting up through your seat? So sometimes people apply their inside leg, another example, and in doing so, they actually tighten up through their seat, twist through their body, their, their outside seat, well, their outside seat, their seat tends to migrate to the outside of the saddle again. They twist through their shoulders in order to keep this facade of straightness through their body, which they've completely lost. And they end up, they're, they're like an S-hook sitting on top of the saddle. <laughs> okay, They're all twisted every way. And then they wonder why the horse isn't going the way they want them to go. This horse can't stay on the track. Oh, really? Um, so start looking at your own coordination and start looking at how that perhaps is impacting your horse's responsiveness. If you want to get into this in more detail, this is actually the theme for the month inside of Daily Strides Premium. Um, If you're interested in finding out more and actually going through some step-by-step exercises with me in the saddle that you can use then to, well, in this case, straighten yourself out or to stop those annoying reflexes. (laughs) 
<laughs> that the hands moving when the legs are moving and all that sort of fun stuff um, you can pop on over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash join I would absolutely love to have you in there with us for the month okay I'm going to leave it at that I hope you have a great week keep well and I'll chat to you soon be good bye